0: Yeah, this is the Favent Woman Mastermind class and my name is Wumi Tony Faraday. This curriculum is titled Proverbs 31, (laughs) the Proverbs 31 curriculum. I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but I know that this is one book of the Bible that I studied so much when I was younger and um i really wanted to grow up to be the virtuous woman it's tied to the virtuous woman in some like in NKJ video we call it all oh, the characteristics characteristics of a virtuous woman. in my nlt bible it says that it is um, a wife of noble character the name um, the passion translation would describe them tied to this portion of the scripture as a radiant bride you know so there are different you know concepts but i know after a while there was this discussion or this that then in the church like "Ah, nobody can really be the virtuous woman like hey like 100% be like this woman that was mentioned in the scriptures that it's not even possible like how how do you want to grow into that but I realized that you know from what I mentioned in the um, first Corinthians chapter 7 part 1 curriculum when I said that becoming a bride or being a wife is not something that happens on the day you get married it's something that you're becoming it's a journey you're becoming as a woman from the day you meet christ from the day you were born is a journey you start to walk on and that's one of the things our mothers understood in the african context where everything you do as a female female child they are like oh is this how you're going to cook in your husband's house is this how you're going to do this in your husband's house it's more or less looked like we're always groomed trained sent to school prayed for just for a man that's what it looked like you know but In reality, as believers, since the day we were born into this new hope, we're actually on a journey, like the way a female child is is being trained for our husband's house. We're actually on a journey to becoming like Christ. So that the day we see him, we will not be like the foolish virgins who were not prepared, who saw him. I'll be like those people when they see man, they will shrink back in shame. Bible talks about some people that went on the day of judgment. They are Christians, they make heaven, but when they seek Christ, they will shrink back. Why? Because they didn't become like him completely. They were not able, their works were tested and it was burnt up. Like, yeah, they will make heaven, but they will have no crown, they will have no reward. Because they did not live life to its fullest, the way God wanted it to be lived. So we see the, um, in, in Proverbs is, he's the mother of a king, King Lemuel, uh, Lemuel. And his mom was just teaching him, giving him instruction. And I'm going to actually start from verse 1. And she was like, um, from verse 2, he says, Oh, my son, son of my womb, son of my vows, do not waste your strength on women. Can you see? On those who reign kings. So there are some women that, based on the way they grew up, the way they were trained, the way they were modeled, they are destined to ruin kings. They are destined to destroy kings. Their destination is that they become that woman who will be promiscuous, who will be sexually impure, who will be wayward, who will waste the strength of anointed men, Would destroy destinies, and you know, sometimes they're like, I'm not that kind of woman, or I'm not, though, but in reality, if even as a talking woman if you are not training yourself, reconditioning your mind, renew your mind you would not allow are you married and, and the mercy of God leads you to marry a man after God's own heart your character that was not fully built, your person that you did not allow the Holy Spirit to work on you can actually destroy that man from fulfilling his purpose and you would not even realize that you were unconsciously an agent of darkness do you see? So, like let me draw an instance. I know that money is a critical issue in marriage. And one of my friends actually told me something profound towards the end of last year. She's a friend that I've had I've known her for more than a decade, and we married about the same time, maybe like I married like a year or two before her, and um, but I noticed something about her, like she was intentionally. Building herself and preparing herself for marriage, and it was really because her parents' marriage didn't they were believers, SU scripture union kind of believers, but their marriage didn't work out, so she picked up early in life that okay. There are some things that I need to work on. There are some things that you wouldn't just say because we pray in tongues and we are both born again, and our marriage will work out. It doesn't always, it's not casting stones. So she, she was building her life in that direction. And I've been looking at her since we got married. And I can see that herself and her husband um, operate on some higher principles that took me a while for myself and my husband to understand for a while. And they were getting tremendous results. So we're just talking about marriage, basically. And she was just saying that there are some things that she has learned. Works like magic in marriage, and that is if your husband is a giver. If he's a giver, if he's the kind of person that he can collect salary today, which may sound unwise and sometimes is unwise, but you know from humanly speaking standpoint he can collect money today and is as is giving this widow he's giving this boy that wants to go to school like basically shares like more than half of his salary with people maybe even his family members meeting needs that your, your prayer and your your complaints should not be from a place of stop giving people money it should be from a place of we need to plan But in our planning, I understand that you need to give people money. But we need to also plan. We need to also save, you know. So what should we do? Like, you shouldn't say or insist that you should stop giving people money. And she gave me stories of people who were married. Series of stories and patterns. How... the windows of heaven were shut against their household. People who had millions of Naira, who had property. But because the wife felt like What kind of thing is this? How can you just be spending money on people? And she was not sensitive enough. She had not trained her senses to discern between good and evil. She was not wise enough on how to support the man and help him to channel his giving gifts because giving is a gift. Some people are gifted in giving, in giving gifts in a way that would, would not... she didn't stretch her feet basically so she didn't understand she didn't see the blessing that was coming from that giving she just only saw that and she had everything. This particular woman had everything she needed. In fact, the husband would always give her whatever. But she still felt like, no way, we cannot be giving. Why? Because she did not understand. Her feet had not grown. She didn't She didn't search her spirit man to say, why? What is the secret behind this? this is this a weapon of victory in this family? And she stopped her husband from giving. And that is why right now, they are broke. And you know when she told me that, and I just remember that, there are actually women, like, like, um Limo's mom was telling him that he should not waste his strength on women who on women who on kings. That man was a king in his own way, and his wife came and ruined him. You know, so I, I I remember recently when when God was giving me, you know, correcting me and pruning me about my relationship with my husband, and I was just. Having light, I was just understanding some things. Honor, respect, you know, praying for Him, yielding myself, submitting myself, submission in a different landscape, like in a different way entirely. And the Holy were just teaching me, and I was just like, God, 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 I get it now. Have mercy on me. I get it now. I get it out. Some men will go to maybe Abali, stay Abali, stand the Abali, to see, oh, your wife is the one doing you literally i was like wow let's say my husband let's say we're not even christians and my husband went to see a seer or oh, no not a seer but me, me all know those priests you know and the priest was just like all those traditional priests and the priest was just like oh your your wife is actually the one behind your your failure they will be right why because i was not aligning i was usurping his power as a head then, when I was working, I'm telling you some personal stuff. When I was working and I was earning at a point in my life, I was earning more than my husband. And this, I'm going to do another audio on finances in marriage. I was earning more than my husband. I didn't understand that it was a season and I didn't understand how to posture myself. So I began unconsciously to act and behave as though I was the head of the family because I was the one bringing the bulk of the money. Can you see? And God was telling me that in your heart, there is pride in your heart. You're despising your husband. And because of that, his prayers, you are injuring his progress. You're taking a role and you're stopping his power. You're not submissive to him. You're not listening to him. You get money and you spend it anyhow. You don't. You, you're not accountable. You're not submissive. So that was one of the things that actually God told me then to leave my job. That wasn't the primary reason but that was one of the things he told me. I needed you to leave your job. I needed you to be so I need you to step back from that role of feeling you are the head. You are not the provider of your family. I am the provider of your family and the head of your home is your husband. You are not the head. You are not, you're not supposed to take these decisions you are taking financially because as God was so real with me and I realized that for a couple of years when my husband wasn't doing well financially i was part of the reason why he wasn't do you see so i had to see all of that because you know how we can easily say oh i'm not with now i love god so i cannot be the reason why king ha oh, wow. you see that let me continue say, it is not for kings only no, to guzzle wine to guzzle wine rulers should not crave alcohol for the for if they drink they may forget the law and this is also... We're also going to talk about this when so We're talking about the kind of man to marry. A, a, a man. So, this Proverbs 31 is not just for women. Alone, it is also for men. So, if, if the man in your life is... Um, you see, he's a social drinker. He craves this, He drinks this. He drinks that. See, can you see it? It says that if they drink, they may forget the law. Alcohol. This is another audio but i'll do that for the men you know so he says let them drink let them drink to forget their poverty and remember their troubles no more is alcohol is for the dying and wine for those in bitter distress they drink because they want to forget their poverty and remember their troubles no more it is speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves ensure justice for those being crushed this is the kind of man that this kind of qualities you look for in a man that you should marry say yes speak up for the poor and the helpless and see that they get justice okay so let's now go to where it starts talking about we women right now so from verse 10 Oh, so the trans the the passion translation from verse 10 says, Who can find who can ever find a wife like this one? So, when a man is looking for a wife for a woman to marry, he's not looking for a girl, he's not just looking for a woman, he's looking for someone who is already a wife. Do you see what I am saying? before she is married she's already a wife so a, so that's what they would say is a wife material is already looking for someone who is operating in that state in that place of being a wife and a wife is a woman a single woman who is serving god without distraction who is only in her body and her soul who is pleasing the lord that is a wife every area of her life she's serving the lord every area every aspect of her life she's putting god first she's not putting her mother's experience first she's not putting the society experiences first she's not putting culture and tradition first she's putting god first in all that she's doing that is the quality of it like, who can ever find a wife like this then he now begins to explain what would that wife is so these are everything we're going to be reading from now on. Are qualities that you right now must must begin to to have. You must begin to display these qualities from now on. First of all, she's a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's a woman of strength and mighty valor. She's a woman of strength and mighty valor. She is full of wealth and wisdom she's full of wealth and wisdom the the price paid for her was greater than many jewels that is who you are right now and you can't be this if your heart is divided busy hiring every man and and wondering if she, if if she's if he's the one busy getting distracted positioning yourself with your own human wisdom you're supposed to focus on being a woman of strength, a woman full of wisdom and wealth, a mighty valor, a, a whose price is far above jewels. He says, this is the kind of wife a man is looking for. He says, her husband has entrusted his heart in her. Even before he met her, he knows that this woman, she's the one that has my last rib. It is with her that I will be able to fulfill God's mandates in my life. I need her. My heart is locked in her heart. How how do you do this? How do you you carry a man's heart in your heart? How, How does a man entrust his heart to you without you failing him? Without you despising him? Without you shaming him? Without you destroying him? If you have not built up strength with God. If you have not gathered up wisdom and wealth from God, if you are not wise, if you have not allowed God to rule everything in you or everything through you, everything with you, you see that her husband has entrusted his heart with her, for she brings him the rich pulse of victory. Every counsel that comes out of her mouth is wealth and wisdom and riches. Can you see this? This is the kind of woman. This is the kind of wife that God is making us to be. As we stay in His presence, as we learn and unlearn, as we allow God to heal us of our past pains, uh, as we shed off every culture, every tradition, mindset. You get is a process. It's a journey. It is not just sitting and saying, Where's my husband? People pray for me. Pray for me. Where's my no, it is, it is a, so every book you're reading, career paths, your friendships, your relationships, your your leisure time, everything you're doing, you are doing it from the context of God. I want to become that wife. I want to become that woman. And you know what? A woman as we have like this, we are blessed because it's like we have we are preparing ourselves for an earthly bridegroom. And we are also preparing ourselves for heavenly bridegroom. As we are preparing for the second coming of Jesus Christ, we are coming, preparing for Jesus Christ to come. We are also preparing for our earthly husbands to come. So the preparation is a double kind of preparation. Jesus and our posture the way we are preparing for our earthly husband will reflect in the way we are preparing for the second coming of Christ basically that, that is all I am saying so the one that should take priority is preparing for the second coming of Jesus Christ because there as you prepare the Holy Spirit will give you cues he will give you understanding it will give you wisdom and to also, also prepare for a man you can imagine how you prepare for God for a, G- a Lord that is coming it will be easy to prepare for a man that is coming. And it says that all throughout her life, she brings him what is good and not evil. She advises him what is good from the abundance of her heart, the abundance of wealth, transformed art, joy, peace, energy, beautiful energy, positive vibes, encouragement, healing, wealth, you know, sound mind. She, she does him good and not even, surely brings him what is good, she searches out continually to possess that which is pure and righteous, that is who you are, you have to sit down with Proverbs 31 and pray yourself into it, the passion translation, pray yourself into it, until you see that from your core, you're becoming that one, it says that she searches out continually to possess that which is pure and righteous, our, your thoughts, your imagination. You must set your mind, your heart on the things that are above and the things that are not on this earth. Everything you think, everything you say must be pure, must be noble, must be true, must be holy, must be of character, must be of integrity. We cannot be like the women of this world. We cannot be absorbed into the world system. And we can't do mix and match. My sisters, we cannot do mix and match. We cannot be today clapping for Beyoncé, clapping for Tokemakiwa, and the next day we are saying we want to be a virtuous man. I'm not casting as passion on them, but they cannot be our role model. I'm not judging them. I'm not saying oh they are not virtuous women. In they are whatever they think they are. But I'm saying you cannot be. So there was one experience I had over the weekend. I wasn't online to so see the AMVC awards and all of that. I usually used to watch it the red carpet and we just oh, we just drool over all the dresses, you know, because attire and all of that. But this year I wasn't I wasn't I was not I didn't have desire for it. So I didn't I didn't I didn't even know it was coming up until I said I on my WhatsApp status and uh, so there's this friend of mine like two or three of them who were constantly posting and i was really checking initially like oh bravery naya just checking all the actress sharon or, or god you know sharon and um you know those actresses i was checking them and after a while god was like i need you to go back and start from the beginning tell me what's wrong i was like hey yeah hey. Oh, God now, I'm just oh. looking at somebody's. I'm just looking at these babes now, like big deal. Like, tell me what's wrong. And I was like, um, oh, mm-hmm. the clothes are a bit revealing. It was like a beat. I said, yeah. It was like, what well, I like, see. This is forming an image in your heart. You feel like, and the caption my friend was putting was was out of the world Like, my God, this Slayer, hot babe. This that it says Your your these girls are modeling. Something you feel is the ideal. You feel is the ideal thing to dress and be so revealing. Half of your breast is out, half of your laps is out. You know, some of them even wear the ones they will say is nude and like most of the body is out, and it's just the, the designs, some designs are just covering the nipple and the you know the vagina area and all of that. Well, like this is trashy. Is it for me? This is trashy this does not bring glory to me this dress, the designer the person wearing it, none of this brings glory to my name It says none he says in all her role, all our years, did she ever dress like this? So, why does the younger women feel that they must they must dress like this? And the older women feel that oh they are supposed to be decent. Is it there is a da- there is the standard is falling? Womanhood is becoming the definition for womanhood for being a lady, for being a single, for being a married woman is falling. Is it stop watching this, stop feeding on this? This is not the ideal. These people are modeling. Their model, their template, they are not getting it from me. and I would never endorse a woman to dress like this. And I stopped watching it. I stopped looking at the WhatsApp status. I was tempted to continue, but I stopped. And that's because God is like, we must continually search out to possess what is pure and righteous. Purity is not relative, it is what God says is pure righteousness is not relative it is what god says is pure i remember there was a time that everything was relative is it good to do this is relative it depends there is nothing like that the word of god is without ambiguity like it's not ambiguous god is pure God is plain. His A is A. His letters are his words are Yea and Amen. His T is crossed. His I is dotted. There is no one of His word. Nothing from His Word will fall to the ground. So when it says pursue, possess purity and righteousness, that is an instruction. She delights in the works of her hands. She's not lazy around. She knows that whatever she does, she does it to the glory of God. She gives out revelation truths to feed others. She doesn't give out gossip. Oh, God had to deliver me from gossip. It took me a process of time. And you know gossip is very rampant in the church. I hear a gist about someone and you're just sharing with another sister and you hand it with her. Let's just be praying for everybody. It is well. You're not praying for no one. You just you just you just allowed flesh to rule over you i remember how one of my friends was the one that once we are together she would she anytime i bring up discussion of somebody else she would just she would change the subject like i did not say a word and i used to get so upset like what's wrong with this girl like i'm just giving you gist and she like she doesn't want to know as in she was rude at the point she's like she doesn't want to know if I when she's talking to me about someone and i'm like who is the person mentioned the name she said i'm not giving you this cheese so that i will gossip i'm drawing out lessons from this person from this thing I heard about this person I'm not going to tell you who the person is and I had to learn by force. So right now the most of the people around me it's hard for me to talk about other people or to talk about our common off. In fact recently I was talking to one of my old friend about one of our other mutual friends who is in a very bad marriage and we're just talking about how we told her they're not to marry the person. You know we're just going on and on and when we're done the Holy Spirit was like okay that discussion didn't go quite well because it ended up looking like you guys were mocking her or you were gossiping about her so next time make sure you terminate this question when it's meant to be terminated and i had to ask god for forgiveness so she gives out revelation truths to feed others she does not give out gossip or anything that is unworthy she's like a trading ship bringing divine supplies from the merchants she knows that whatever it is she's doing, every transaction in her career, in her business, she has to do it according to the divine script. We are not the kind of women who will be cheating people. We're not going to be found in any form of any form of transaction that is not pure. We know that whatever money we make, we make it to the glory of God. And we know that when we are married, our money... We cannot say, my money is my money, my husband's money is our money. Whatever the Lord blesses us with, we're bringing it to the table and saying, husband, this is what God has blessed us with through the works of my hands. So I know that my the salary I make is not just for me. I'm bringing it and I'm submitting it to my husband. I'm teaching you a principle that took me years to learn, to learn. And I know that some of us have gone through a lot. And you're like, I want to be financially independent because I don't want no man telling me no shit. You know those kind of American slangs and no man telling me nothing, so that in case. The guy is just behaving crazy like men used to behave. I can have my own account to fall back on. I'm not saying you cannot have your own account. I'm not saying you must have a joint account. I'm just saying that when the two are married, they become one. And before they become one, they don't feel like, oh, in this marriage, I'm signing up pre prenup, like so, so that when, 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 um, it looks like the boat is getting, you know, shaking, I'm just going to check out. I'm not going to suffer the way my mother suffered. The way your mom suffered is her whole story. You know, you will not suffer the way she suffered if you choose to do things the God way. I'm not saying she didn't do things the God way. She probably just didn't do it with the full knowledge of how God wanted her to do. God does not intend for anyone to suffer god does not intend for us to suffer so if our mothers suffer it was based on their limited knowledge at that time we cannot use their own bad experiences to form an opinion on how we are going to live our own lives and say oh it was because my mom didn't have her own money that was why my daddy could treat her anyhow yeah that's possible but it's also possible that mommy did not marry the person she was supposed to marry it's also possible that mommy and daddy were not really, really Building their marriage according to the pattern of God. It's also possible that they were not wise in some decisions. So our our we shouldn't just take one aspect of their life and form it as a doctrine for ourselves. Whatever, when the two marry, they become one, and that is why we are having this class. So that who you become one with is the bone of your flesh and the the bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh. A man after God's own heart. Who will not take advantage of you? Who will not treat you unworthily? So you should know, and that's. That we needed to know who we are in christ jesus So when we are preparing when we are choosing when we are accepting proposal and when we are being when when we're entering into marriage we are going with a new mindset that in this marriage my story will be different i trust my husband my husband trusts me i trade divinely even in the night season, she arises and sets food on the table for hungry ones in her house and for others. We provide food. We are, we, are, we are the support system where we know that there are seasons in life. So in the night season of my marriage, there are seasons in marriage. There is the day season, there is the midday season, there is the night season. The night season is when it looks like all hope is gone. When it looks like what is happening to this my husband, why it looks like all hell has been let loose against him, his contracts are not working, his job looks like he's stagnated. Haven't you seen all most of the prayer prayer requests we have on the five men to Men group? There is money issue, there is job issue, and these days can you see how men and how it appears like men are not responsible because men are losing their jobs they don't have credible jobs even in the american system you see how most male male and um, black Amer- african americans are in, are in jail why because there's an attack on them so there's a time that looks like it's the night season in our marriage where it looks like our husbands are not living up to the standard of god for them where it feels as though they are not meeting up to the to to, to a man where a man is we understand that this is the time where they can entrust us with their hearts we can arise and fill up that position and stand in that position with trust and confidence in God that they will bounce back and they will be able to do what they need to do. See, there was a time I used to feel like, ah, I'm not supposed to do this. A woman is not supposed to, to be dropping her salary at home. A woman is not supposed to be the one. It's not supposed to make more money than a husband a woman is not supposed to I, I don't know where i got it from but i just had all those a woman is not supposed to do this a woman is not supposed to do that and god was like but both of you are one there are seasons where it feels like you have to hold each other's hands there are seasons when it looks like one is up and the other one is down a season when it looks like both of you are on the same level it is a season it will pass you don't build a You don't make a permanent decision, or make or, or form a, a permanent opinion on a temporary season. So in the night season of their marriage, the night season of their life, she arises and set food on the table, and she does not join the women out there to say, "Oh, if it drops one thousand naira every day, it should come back and meet food of one thousand naira." Now, is it is it joking? I will not use my money to cook food. We don't we don't, we don't talk that way. We don't think that way. We supply food in the night season. We feed the hungry in our house. And we also even feed other people. She set her heart upon a nation and she takes it as her home. Carrying it within her. She labors there to plant the living vines. So this setting her heart on a nation could be that, oh, she sees the land. She makes investments financially, you know. Or she could also see that, ah, uh, ah. This is my husband and this is my children are a great nation based on revelation. And she carries that vision, that prophetic vision in her heart. And she labors in the place of prayer until, until that vision comes to pass. So, this verse 16 could mean different things. It could mean financially. She goes and invests. She sees opportunities to invest financially. And she she, she does investment for her family. Or no, she makes wise decisions. Or it could also mean that she set her heart on a nation. Because a nation is a people. A nation is a group of people that have the same common common language, common vision and all. So, she looks at her family. She looks at her children. And she says that, oh, this is what God has said about you people, I'm going to carry you within I'm going to labor for you in prayers until Christ is formed in you, she wraps herself in strength, might and power in all that she does, she doesn't do things casually, she doesn't do, she doesn't say oh, I'm a woman, I cannot do this she knows that she has strength in her she knows that she has strength, she has might, she has power in all her works. She tastes and experiences a better substance and shiny light. And a shining light will not be extinguished, no matter how dark the night is. Can you still see the night? So this is when you say that a woman is a meet for the man. Because dark nights will come. And that's what Paul was saying. That see, you must be prepared. There are so many challenges and troubles that comes with marriage. There are dark nights. And a lot of marriages that break up are in the night season. They're in the season where it looks darkest. Where it it doesn't make any meaning. Where there is no progress. Where there is no reasonable thing happening. Where they are waiting for a child. Where they are trusting God for a sick child to get healed. Where they are looking for jobs. Where they are squatting. When they are scotting with their friends, they don't have a house. And the husband is living in one place and the wife is living in one place. Where things are tough. These are times where you, are, you, are, you will guide yourself with strength. You would stay there. Let your light keep shining. It will not be extinguished. She stretches out her hands to help the needy. And she lays hold of the wheels of government. I mean, she does, she, 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 she's a strong woman. She's a social justice reformer. She she has a voice in the community. She's not just a housewife. She has a voice in the community. She's not just walking to make ends meet. She's not just going to that office and allowing people to just tread over her and feel small. She knows that anywhere she is, she she can help the needy. She sees she's aware of herself. She's aware of her strength. And she's serving the world with it. She's serving the world with her strength. She's serving with the world with her wisdom. She's, she lays hold of the wheels of the government. She's standing out. She's known by extravagant generosity to the poor. And she also reaches out her hands to those in need. She's not afraid of tribulation for all her household is covered in dual garment of righteousness and grace. Can you see? Bible says that if you fall in the day of adversity, it means that your strength is little. But this Proverbs 21, one woman has been, she has been building up her strength in God before she even got married because she knows that. See, this woman, you don't forget that this is the kind of woman that Lemuel's mom was telling him to find. So that means this woman would have been operating in a form of this, whether in a large scale or in a small scale, where they can see that she's not afraid of tribulation. She's not afraid. She's not afraid. She's not afraid, and if she's not afraid of tribulation, she 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 will start practicing it. How she's posturing and waiting for her husband to come. She will not be. A, she will not be perturbed. She will not be anxious. She will know that God got her. Why? Because she's she's covered in a dual garment of righteousness and grace. She has a right standing before God, and she knows that it is only the grace of God that can carry her through. Her clothing is beautifully beautifully knit together, a purple gown of exquisite linen she's royalty she knows who she is her husband is famous and admired by her sitting at the venerable church of his people her husband is honorable he might not look honorable at the beginning he might not be honorable initially but he has a seed of of honor in him she can see it she will bet it into in true prayers Other that you must have a eyes of the spirit you cannot judge by the things you see so, if you are judging on that, ah, this guy, ah, this guy has money, oh, you cannot just come um, say yes to somebody that is spiritual, does not have money, and this one that has money, he's not very spiritual, but he has money. That money, you know that money can fly away. Money has wings. It can fly away. It can really fly away. I've seen people that had money, one year, the next year, they was broke so it is not about it, 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 is, it is having it is you seeing that there's a seed of wealth in a man. You seeing that this man has the potential. Yeah, he must have a job he's doing by all means. He must have a source of income by all means. I'm not saying you should marry somebody without a source of income. But it is not a source of income that is it is not his job that is his source. He knows that God is his source. You can see eternal wealth being displayed in his heart. Even our works of righteousness, even our works of righteousness, she does she does for the benefit of her enemies. You know, bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her as she laughs with joy over the latter days. She looks at the days ahead and she can see that God is victorious. He will see her through, and she laughs with joy. This is one of the things I'm also learning. Looking past the challenges of the moment, looking past what I don't have at the moment and looking ahead, seeing that the days ahead are glorious and laughing, laughing drawing strength from God being joyful our teachings are filled with wisdom and kindness as loving instruction pours out from her lips, she watches over the ways of her household and she meets every need they have our sons and our daughters arrive in one accord to extol her, so that means she will not be barren Perhaps your mind has been drifting that maybe you'll be barren. You cannot be barren because you would have sons and daughters who will arise to accord you with virtues. And her husband arises to speak of our ah, in glow- glowing terms. There are many. So this is what our husband is telling And There are many violent and noble ones, but you have ascended above them all. There's another translation that says, many women have done well, but you excelled. Yeah. My message said, many women have done wonderful things but you have outclassed them whole you know many women have done well but you have excelled them whole so he, so the man knows that man i could marry anybody but i'm choosing to marry this one because i can see strength i can see wisdom i can see wealth i can see righteousness i can see purity in her she has what i have i see i see her she's my kind of woman See, whoever you marry is a reflection of who you are. See, if you're drawn, if your heart is always drawn to men that drink social drinkers, they have, you know, they have complicated stories, they're not very, you know, it's just a reflection. It just means that that person is your type. You're yeah, that kind of person. It, uh, so for, for, for us to attract a man who has godly, who Has godly features, who has godly, who has the mind of Christ, you must elevate to that level. So, you know, how women are asking for a man that God's own heart, but they, they are not women that God's own heart. How you're saying, I want my husband to be this, to be that, but you are not that because you attract your type. There is a message that my pastor's wife preached in the singles. Meeting in our church. I'm the head of the singles in my church and she preached. And I'm going to post it. It's going to be one of our resources for next next class for, for week three. You know, so whoever you marry is a direct reflection of who you are. So if if the man, if the man is saying many women have done well, but you are classed out class them whole, it means that out of all the women, this is the woman he sees looks more like him. So that's when some men say, oh, what kind of man are you? You are useless. It means that you were, you were attracted to a useless person. So if you say, what kind of man is this? This man is not even reasonable. This man does not love God. It means that you yourself, we should check if you truly love God. Because you attract your kind of person. You know? And it says that charm can be misleading. It's good to, to have charm. It's good to be beautiful. It's good to adorn ourselves. But it can be misleading. is what his mom was telling him and even for us as women a man well-built tall, dark and handsome has job works and Chevron, works and this all those things can be misleading beauty is vain and quickly fades away money is vain external things are vain they are passing away as the world is passing away these things are passing away you know being handsome speaking well being 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 you know have been outspoken, being you know, all those qualities that we want in a guy, those things can easily pass away. It says, But a virtuous woman lives in the wonder, in the hole, and the fear of the Lord. So, likewise, a virtuous man, I'm going to use this and some proverbs that's one again to draw out the qualities of a man. So, you say that so, a virtuous woman lives in the wonder, in all and the fear of the Lord. This must be your art pursuit this must be our art pursuit in life to live in wonder to live in awe to live in the fear of god he says she will praise throughout eternity that means our works our legacy we outlive to leave her so go ahead and give her the credit that is due for she has become a radiant woman and all her loving works of righteousness deserve to be admired at the gate of every seat so she's not, she's not just living for herself. She's going to live beyond her time. She's going to live beyond uh like, our works we speak for her to the end of time. This is who you are. This is who you are. I want you to listen to this again and, and pray with this Proverbs 31 and draw out the qualities that you probably have not seen yourself that you want to see. And say, God, this is who I am. This is who I am and that is who you are in jesus name amen